paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. And welcome back to another episode of the Kickback Pod. I'm here, JD. I'm here with my man, Fobbs. And I believe this is episode 14, if I'm not mistaken. Big number 14. That is correct. We are on uh, on track again <laughs> after, we, <laughs> after we mixed up the last one. But yeah, happy to be here. Uh, happy to see you and uh, happy to talk sneakers. Dude, you, you are like the official, you know, at the Olympics, they got like an official timekeeper, like yeah. Omega watches. Yeah. You know, like uh, you're like the official like uh, podcast number keeper i'm, I'm like the, I, i'm like the rolex of the kickback okay if that's the case <laughs> then i'm the i'm the automars <laughs> <laughs> all right well i mean you look nice and tanned uh, tell the people where you were i was um i was in turkey on holiday for a week with a friend of mine from back home um he flew out from la all the way to see me in turkey which was pretty crazy um and we actually did a very German thing. We went to an, or I did a very German thing. We went to an all-inclusive resort, which is like you pay and everything is included, right? So flight, hotel transfer, drinks, food, entertainment, everything. And uh, we, uh, let's just say we drank and we ate a lot and we, we got our money's worth. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Like I've been to a few all-inclusives and it's never too early to start drinking at one of these things. Oh man, the bar, I mean, the hotel lobby bar was open 24 hours and there was actually one guy who we, on Thursday night, we went out into the city and we came back at like 3 AM and there was this dude sitting there and then we went to sleep and then we went for breakfast at 10 AM and the same guy was sitting there wearing the same thing in the same chair, in the same pose at 10 30 in the morning after we left him there at 3 30. So like he definitely stayed there all night for sure. And, and then like we noticed him that night and then every day and every night after that, we noticed that he was always there. So I think he literally drank his money's worth. It sounds like a guy who's on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I don't know if he was even staying at the hotel because when I left, I saw him like walk across the street to like some other apartments. So it was, it was a very strange and funny situation, but also at these like all-inclusive resorts, it's the best for people watching too. Like, uh, I don't know about you, but I love just watching people and like imagining their story in my head. You know, if, even if it's totally wrong, oh, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. imagine who they are, what they do, why they're there, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. That, that's the best. You just sit on the beach and you do that all day. Exactly. <laughs> but how have you been? How, how's everything been the last week? Dude, I'm definitely a lot better now. I just literally like 10 minutes before this pod started, I Googled the price of Bitcoin and I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Cause I haven't, I haven't really been watching it for like the last couple of weeks. And now I'm like, yeah. holy shit, man, it went up so much. So I'm glad I didn't sell any. I hope you guys didn't sell any, whoever's listening, man. I told you guys, hold it, hold it, for, <laughs> hold it for years. Hold but it yeah, forever, man. man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been very busy, like doing a lot of content. Uh, I will be uh, going to Toronto next week and I will be there. That is my hometown. If you guys don't already know, and I will be there for the next five weeks, um, just visiting family. I haven't seen my family in over two years now because of the pandemic. So just, you know, visiting fam, visiting friends, 
and just very, very excited for some time off. I've, I've just been going super hard this whole summer. So, uh, yeah, just much needed time off. We'll still be doing the pod, of course, guys. Don't worry about that. And uh, I'll still be doing some content on YouTube. Not as much content, but, uh, yeah, I've just been kind of busy filming a lot of videos um, so that I can upload them while I'm on holiday. So, nice. yeah. That's cool. Hustling hard. Oh, yeah, man. Hustle never <laughs> stops. I uh, wanted to say shout out to you guys uh, for listening to the pod, uh, all of the new listeners we've had recently. I do have one request from you guys. Uh, although we have quite a few listeners on the pod now, not that many reviews on Apple uh, on, on the iTunes store. I noticed that. I, w- I, w- I went on the iTunes store the other day and I'm like, whoa, we got like, what, one review on there? And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You guys yeah. need to we, come on, guys. We need also like I think an easy way as well uh, is to just ask our friends and family to do reviews as well. That's true. That's true. We should. That's do that, true. Uh, oh man, I, why didn't? Yeah, we should totally do that because <laughs> we could easily we could easily get five each, and then we've got eleven reviews. That's a pretty solid number. Eleven five star reviews. That's you know. Oh good boom. Base. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, in addition to that, guys, like maybe we'll edit that part out. <laughs> but, <laughs> No, it's cool. I mean, I think all all podcasts do that, so it's all good. But yes, in addition to that, like uh, we'd appreciate it if you guys give us a, you know, a, a, an honest rating. If you guys like us, give us five stars. If you think we're okay, give us you know four and a half stars, um, or maybe just five. But just yeah, give us a rating. <laughs> Shout out to you guys once again for listening to the pod. A jam packed pod. Uh, so we're obviously going to be talking about latest pickups, and damn, I have a pretty big one uh, this time. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the main topic of today, we're going to be talking about sneaker days. So uh, over the last week, Europe and also North America uh, experienced Yeezy Day. And in addition to that, we also saw the Nike version, which is Sneakers Day, which only happened in Europe. So uh, we'll be talking about what like our opinion of these type of days. And also we'll give you a recap of how things went down. Uh, this year 2021 how Yeezy day and uh, sneakers day was this time around and yeah you definitely want to stay tuned for that because I have definitely have some things to say especially about sneakers day but yeah we'll get into that a bit later but um, yeah I mean we can just might as well start off the pod let's talk about the latest pickups I don't know if you picked up anything since you were on holiday but do you have any pickups I mean I have the pickup that you picked up for me which uh you know, oh, um, right. right. So, course. so it, it's, it's obviously not a sneaker, but if, if you guys were listening a few months back, uh, it was my birthday in April and my girlfriend, my brother, and my mom, uh, gave me a PS five for my birthday, but obviously it was sold out. So they gave me the money and, um, Josh hooked it up. He, uh, he got me, a, I was going to say a pair, but he, <laughs> he got me a PS five, uh, and passed it on to me for retail. So, you know, big shout out JD kick six, the man. <laughs> Thank you. JD Kick 6, the filthy PS5 reseller. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But also hooking up his, uh, his, his friends. Hey, no, his no, no, no. But retail only for my man, Fobs. But I am one of those nasty guys, you know, reselling PS5s. <laughs> but man, like you got, you got to do what you got to do. I, I do have, I have boundaries. All right. Like I am not going to resell toilet paper during a pandemic. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but that's where, you, that's where you draw the line. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. But PS5s, come on, man. We got a worldwide shortage of computer chips right now. So PS5 prices are pretty high. But yeah, of course, man, for my, for my man, Fabs, the retail, it's, it's sitting in my house. You got, you got to come pick it up uh, and you better pick it up this week because I will oh, be I am, leaving I am. for Canada in Definitely. a few days. So 
Yeah, so that's your biggest pickup. Okay, cool, man. That's a, that's definitely a big pickup, and I think I'm gonna actually keep a PS5 for myself too because everyone's been convincing me that the new console is really dope, and I would really yeah. want to play F1 uh, 2021 on there. Oh, are you gonna get like the full console where you're like sitting in the car and like you got the Yo, steering like, wheel and everything? So those things like they're sold out everywhere, and you can ah, only okay. get them on the resale market right now. And once again, because of the worldwide like computer chip shortage the prices of these things are just insane. They're going for like two, three times the retail. So uh, yeah, I'm probably yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get F1 and also obviously FIFA and you know NBA, oh, yeah. the, the, I mean, the classics. FIFA is FIFA's basically the only reason I, I play consoles. So um, I'm, I'm going to branch out a little bit, get some more games. Uh, so if anyone listening has you know some tips on either older games uh, that are compatible with the PS5 or even upcoming games that I should keep an eye on or we should keep an eye on, let us know because I'm I'm always open to uh, get addicted to something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep a PS5 for myself. But uh, when it comes to pickups, uh, I got two major pickups. I'll start off with the, I guess, smaller one. So <laughs> I did go ahead and pay resale to cop the uh, SB Dunk FTCs. So um, I was a big fan of that shoe. I just love the colorway. It's it's mainly about the colorway for me, like the the blue contrasting with the white. Uh, I just think it looks really nice. And in hand, just a huge fan of that shoe and the inspiration behind it, Japanese uh, bathhouses. I was all about that. I thought it was just a nice colorway. And the resale price is not too high, especially for such a nice colorway. I paid 300 euros, which honestly, it looks like I overpaid because prices have come down since then. But, that's um, not bad i mean is it like you said it's your your dunk of the year it's a really really nice colorway cool story behind it too yeah uh, yeah as long as you're happy with it i don't think you overpaid I, I had to actually change my mind on dunk of the year because i picked up another dunk this week actually shout out to goat they sent me this pair but um yeah actually i'm not even going to reveal what that is because i'll talk <laughs> about it on the next pod but um yeah so the ftcs have moved down to number two uh, okay. but let's still top two Still top two, yeah. But let, let's uh, let me talk about my biggest pickup, maybe in my life, to be quite honest, at least from like a resale value point of view, not so much like my favorite sneaker of all time. But when it comes to like how much a shoe is actually worth, this is definitely the biggest pickup I've ever had. And that was the Travis Scott and Fragment Jordan 1 highs. Uh, yeah, shout out to sneakers and stuff. Uh, very, very shocked. Uh, I, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday afternoon and I got an email from Sneaker and Stuff that I won the in-store raffle. And my first reaction was not like I wasn't like jumping for joy because I, I thought it was fake, to be honest. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, like someone fishing, like a fishing email. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I'm like, first of all, it's a Sunday. I'm like, who's sending raffle emails on a Sunday? And and second of all, um, also in the past, I, I have won Sneakers and Stuff raffles only to have them canceled and like they would be like and this has happened twice already where they would send me a raffle winning email and then cancel it and be like oh we actually uh, sold more than what we had in stock so we had to cancel your raffle win so i was just like so i was just like man like they've, they've done this to me twice in the past i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna i was pretty happy but i'm like i'm not gonna celebrate until i actually go and pick these up went to the store picked them up the next day and i'm like holy shit i actually got these for retail insane that's man. insane yeah so so the travis uh the travis fragments um if you guys already watched my review on youtube you and if you stay till the end of that video you probably heard me go on a rant 
uh, kind of talking about the same things we talked about on the pod about that about that collab uh, and what it kind of represents, like the the epitome of you know hype culture and how it, it didn't really have a story. It was pretty much just created for hype. So yeah, I gave that shoe actually a thumbs down in my in my review, and I and I stand by it. Not 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 the biggest fan of the shoe. It's a decent colorway, but not an amazing colorway either compared to the first model. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We do have the lows coming up uh, later this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I am definitely going to sell those shoes. Like there's, there's just, there's just no way I'm going to hold on to a pair of shoes that's selling for $3,000 on the market. You know, like it's, it's a pair of shoes. So um, those are unfortunately going to go, oh, or in my case, fortunately, gonna be uh sold to someone for a fair amount of money so i'm 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 just happy i was able to get those for retail and yeah that that's that's about it that's my review of the travis scotts yeah i think everything that is to be said about those we've already said in a in a previous episode um yeah i think the lows have better color blocking than the highs but even the lows i don't i don't need them i don't like them i don't i don't necessarily want them either so yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, it, it is pretty good quality. Like the quality is amazing, actually, uh, for for a pair of ones. Uh, but yeah, just not not my favorite sneaker. I wouldn't put it in like top sneakers of the year or anything like nah, that. No way. But Maybe if someone is willing hype, to, you know, like... pay the whatever amount of money is required to get these shoes, and they're happy with it, then then good for them. <laughs> for sure, I can also almost see it rising in value a little bit. But you think? Um... I don't know. I don't know. I have my doubts, but yeah. I think um, so just because I think, I don't know, I'd have to look at like the fragment ones and see how they kind of rose in value. And, and it also depends on how much Nike milks this. Like if Nike then has Travis do something with everyone else, you know, if you soon get like a Travis Sakai one or like a Travis Matthew Williams one, you know, like stuff like that, then okay. But if, if it stays like this and it's the only like three-way collab that Travis does, and I'm talking like long, long term, like in five to 10 years, maybe then it'll be like a real kind of like grail after also with supply and demand, lots of people having worn their pairs, then the amount of dead stock pairs obviously gets less and less. And, and so the price will rise. But um, yeah, it also could go both ways. I just think that because the starting price is so high for the shoe already, that's why I don't really see it going up even more because at these prices right now, let's face it, there's very few people who can actually afford something like that. Yeah. Um, so like, that's why I just think like the, the, the sample of people who could buy it is so small that I don't really see these going up too much in value, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's pretty much it for our pickups. Uh, let's quickly just cover some, some just quick news bites. Uh, we can start off with uh, today. We saw a picture, an image of Travis Scott rocking a brand new uh, model that he's never really worn before. I believe they're the Air Trainer ones, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it seems like it's you know classic Travis Scott colors, brownish, uh, beige, and like some olive tones. Uh, not my favorite model. I know there's some people who love the air trainers. Uh, shout out to uh, Massimo at Soulbox. I know he's a huge fan of that model. Um, but um, not me. I, I and I definitely don't like it in these colors either. So I will definitely be passing on these. What do you think? I think it's interesting. Uh, I think that the colorway is cool. It's like you said, very classic Travis, very classic Cactus Jack. Um, 
and that alone makes it kind of cool. I think it, it's a, it's a easy to wear shoe too. I like the kind of mid top. It's a little bit more bulky. It has a little bit more kind of oomph to it, you know, compared to maybe like an Air Jordan one, which is relatively sleek. Um, but it's also, you know, it's funny because <laughs> we're going to get, Everyone who has, you know, never had a pair say like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I really fuck with this shoe. I've, I've always liked this model, you know, when they when they then get it because of Travis. Um, but it, I, I think it's an interesting choice. And I'm interested to see if these do release, you know, it could just be a sample or whatever. But if it'll end up kind of being more successful than some of the more mainstream models he's done, or if it'll kind of be like uh, the lesser mainstream, like what was that? uh Air Max 270, whatever ERG yeah. thing that he did. And then he did, didn't he do another one? Like he, a very also early did, model, like a Jordan did, trainer or runner the, or something like that. The Jordan, he did one on the Jordan 33s, I believe. True, that too, right? So and that so one was I, kind of a flop. Exactly. So I'm wondering if it'll move more in that direction because it's too different or, you know, the Air Trainer one has its own history and, you know, maybe eventually we'll we'll do an episode about that as well. But um, it's it's a very, very solid shoe that has a uh, history within sneaker culture, I would say, and, and also athletic culture. So, uh, and also, you know, the, the air Yeezy two is based off of it slightly. So, oh, um, right. Yeah, that's true. So it, it yeah, I, I think it's an interesting choice. Um, I also like it when people like Travis or collaborators like Travis do something unexpected, you know, and it's not always, Oh, let's just do a dunk. Let's just do an air Jordan. Let's do a, Let's do a Jordan one. Let's do a Jordan four or whatever. Um, so I'm intrigued. I'll say that much. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, I think it's kind of going to be one of those collabs. Like you said, like the air max 270 is one of those forgettable Travis shoes. It's just a model that isn't really uh, popular. Let's say with the, especially yeah. with like the younger generation. So, yeah, I think, I think this one looks better though, from the, from the one photo that we've seen. I think this looks better than his Air Max one. I have to say that much. You think so? Yeah. I think his Air Max one is pretty terrible, but I know, or I don't know, but I, I assume that the Air Max one is going to get a big push soon because I think it's going to be its... The 30th 20, anniversary. The 30th or 35th or something like that. It's, it's like... No, the actually, no. The 25th anniversary. Right. Something like that. Yeah. So the 25th anniversary of the Air Max one. And, and you know, there's rumors that Pata is doing an Air Max one um, or two colorways, right? So I think the Air Max one is going to get a big push and Travis's Air Max one will definitely be more popular than the Air Trainer one. Mm -hmm. But I, I think the Air Trainer one from, again, from that one picture we saw looks way better than his Air Max one. I think his Air Max ones look pretty trash, to be honest. Yeah, I, I completely agree on the trash looking Air Max ones that, that, that big swoosh, reverse swoosh, it, it just doesn't work on the Air Max one. No. And it's got like some weird other kind of, elements to it um that just it just looks like the, the air max one looks best when it's clean and it's too busy there's too much going on it's too bulky it just doesn't look good yeah, yeah i'm with you on that one uh the other bit of sneaker news let's talk about it the uh the off-white dunks so the 50 dunks a very unique uh, release method i think um i haven't really looked too much into the story but i, I from what i've read uh you get access to it so there's only one way to cop from what i understood which is via exclusive access on the sneakers app over the next two weeks and once you do cop you don't actually know what 
lot size or color or tongue、yeah. or laces or whatever you're going to get. It's a, it's a surprise,、um, which is very different. It's, 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 it's so strange to be buying a pair of shoes and you don't even know what it looks like. I guess you do, but you don't know exactly what it looks like. That's pretty weird.、Um, what do you think about this whole release method? I think honestly, so anyone who's listened to the podcast, anyone who, who follows either us on Instagram will know that we have hated on this a little bit, right? And said, like, oh, it's stupid, 50 of the same shoe. And, and Virgil even admitted, like, it's literally the same shoe, but、mm. with different materials and different accessories, right? The different laces and stuff like that.、Um, so, I'll, I'll, and I stand by that. I'm still not a fan of this project. But I will say the fact that you can't pick your colorway and you don't know what colorway you're getting. If, if it's like this, if you don't know what colorway you're getting until it arrives at your door and you open the box, I think that is interesting. It makes it a little bit more exciting because it really changes that sneakerhead unboxing moment. You know, like you do unboxings all the time on Instagram,、uh, on, on YouTube. I do them for Heist and Body on Instagram Live. And the, the act of unboxing a sneaker is kind of the. The at the center of sneaker culture and why we love shoes, right? It's that first moment of opening the box, taking out that new shoe. Some people like to smell the new shoe, some people just like to feel the materials. And if most of the time you know what shoe is in the box, right? You know what it looks like, you've seen the pictures, whatever. But if you don't actually know what exact colorway, what exact materials are on that shoe that's in there, it definitely makes it more exciting and, and more significant, which Makes the whole project slightly better. But again, I, I am still not a huge fan. I, you know what? I actually completely agree with you. I think it's, it's a pretty cool idea、uh, that, that you don't know exactly what you're going to be getting. So it, it adds quite a bit of excitement to opening up the shoe.、Um, I wonder, like, can you actually be surprised and、uh, randomly get either the one of 50 or the 50 of 50? Is it, like that could be one of them as well? I think. If I'm, if I'm understanding it correctly, and again, I like you, I didn't read too much into it, but I think there are different lots, right? And there's like lot one to 10 or one to 20 or whatever it is, yeah,、um, up, up to 50. And I think the one and the 50 are part of separate lots. And if you win a shoe in that lot, yeah, you could get the all white one and you could get the all black one, I think. And、oh, so, that's, that's pretty cool, man. That's right. Like, that would that's be jackpot. Like,、uh... So that's like you open it and you're like, oh, damn, like that's the. Unboxing mode, it's kind of like the golden ticket in Willy Wonka, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, you know, like、uh, those people who, who collect、um, baseball cards or, you know, Pokemon cards. You, you remember、right. like buying a pack of Pokemon cards? You're, you're hoping to get like a Charizard or something in there, you know, like the best Pokemon. Exactly. Like, you're, I don't、yeah. know what it's called, but you're like ripping the pack or whatever. And then, and you're rifling through the cards and you're like, ah,、oh, fuck, like there's nothing good. Or like, oh, there's only a couple of good ones. It's like Ultimate Team as well, FIFA Ultimate Team. Right, right. Where, Where you're hoping to get that crazy good car, that in form.、Um, and here you're hoping to get the white one or the black one, if that's possible. Again, maybe one of our listeners will correct us and, and say that we were wrong, but that would, that would make it a lot cooler as well. But, but what do you think about the fact、uh, that it's only being released via exclusive access, though? Man, Nike explained exclusive access, but I still don't believe their explanation. They were like, yeah, the more you interact with the app, blah, blah, blah. Nah, But, man. Right, I, okay, I've, been, I've been interacting with the app for years, all right?、Exactly. And, and I've got an exclusive access once in three years、exactly. on my so, personal account. I, I think it's it just on the one side, like if there's a way to hack exclusive access, then it's bullshit, right? But、yeah. if, 
if it's unhackable, then it's almost the fairest way to do it because then it's pretty random and nobody except for Nike will know how people get access or why people get access. So it's almost like going back to a raffle that can't be botted almost. Of course, you can you can bot the exclusive access by having a thousand accounts, right? Then you have a thousand, you're a thousand times more likely to get exclusive access. But I don't know. I think it's it's interesting, but it's also another method that's so untransparent and nobody knows what's going on, right? So yeah, I, yeah, I think it's weird. I mean, it it like I I personally just don't like it, man, because like I would like to actually really get a pair of these one of these fifty dunks. And just having to, you know, wait by my phone, hoping to get a exclusive access. And from what I heard, so today was the first day of exclusive access going out. And a lot of my uh, listeners and uh, uh, subscribers told me that they actually got exclusive access, but they didn't even like receive a notification on their phone telling them that they did. So they randomly like, uh, you know, clicked on the sneakers app at some point in the day and it's, it showed them that they had exclusive access and it was already sold out. So, oh, so it runs out, right? So like yeah, it runs exclusive out. access to like 5,000 people, but they only have 500 pairs or something. Exactly. Like that. It's a, it's, you get exclusive access and then it's a first come first serve to get the pairs. Right. Okay. So, so then it makes it like you, yeah. So you have to be on your phone basically the whole time. Yeah. Because like, you're, like a lot of these, uh, a lot of people told me they didn't receive any notification that they even had the access. So, which, which is like, I would be really pissed if I had access and I didn't even know about it. Right. Yeah, but so that's actually like I would be super pissed too. And that kind of is a great leeway into the main topic, which is sneaker days, right? Or sneaker special sneaker days. And I I guess before we get started, why don't we explain like what Yeezy Day and Sneakers Day are, like what happens, and then we can talk about like what we think. So you're the expert. You I mean, I mean, okay, I mean I'm not the expert, but like okay, so there's there's basically uh so yeezy day like the name sounds it's a day full of yeezys so there's there's a lot of restocks of some of the most popular models some years there's a brand new sneaker released on that day uh there's um and there's several types of release methods used on this day you'll see raffles on the confirmed app uh you'll see like on the adidas uh, website you'll see like a website release you also see like exclusive access being given to random users. Um, and it's it's basically like, uh, yeah, like the name says, it's it's a day for fans of Yeezy. And, um, and it's a day that definitely a lot of people look forward to. Uh, and there's also Sneakers Day, which is pretty much the same. Uh, but so far, it seems like at least um, so far, Sneakers Day has just been Europe exclusive over the last yeah, because three years. It's, it's the anniversary of the European sneakers app. So it's actually a purely European thing and has always been. But I, but I don't get it though. Like I mean, there's a sneakers app in the states too, and I'm sure that app has an anniversary. Yeah, that is a super good question that I think everybody <laughs> has been asking themselves. But the, like the reasoning for it being Europe only is because that day is the anniversary of the European version of the app. Right. Why they don't do it for the US app, I have no idea. Um, yeah. That, well, yeah. the, the so basically the sneakers day it's been Europe exclusive up until now and uh, and over the last few years on this day there's been a lot of restocks very similar to Easy Day a lot of restocks of some of the hottest sneakers uh, and also there's a, a lot of sneakers that release exclusively on this day and this day alone 
for example, last year there was an Air Max One that released exclusively on Sneakers Day, and it had the date on the back of the shoe. Um, and then also this year there were a bunch of exclusives. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it's probably like more exclusive of a day than Yeezy because of of the sneakers that were designed specifically for that day. Um, yeah, so so I mean, yeah, that's what it is. It's 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 just a day for fans of both brands. You basically spend the entire day hoping to hit on a restock, hoping to get exclusive access, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically my two cents. But so, what do you think of the kind of the um, the thing in general, like the the practice of sneaker days? Not not uh, this year's, like not what happened this year, but in general, like having a sneaker day or having a Yeezy day or having a gray day for New Balance or an Air Max day for Nike. What, like, what are your thoughts? Like, do you, do you like this kind of thing or, or are you kind of like whatever? Yeah. I mean, I, I think if it's done right, I think it, uh, it's, it's cool. It's like from a consumer point of view, it's pretty exciting. Um, especially, I mean, if, if, if you've been, you know, used to taking L's all year and now you suddenly have a day where you can redeem yourself, you know, get some of the hottest releases uh, for retail. Um, I mean, it's definitely exciting. And, and what adds to the excitement is kind of like the whole, mystery of you have no idea what's going to drop uh it could sometimes it could be sneakers that you know released quite a while ago like almost a year ago um you might see restocks like that um and yeah and some of like sneakers that you never thought would restock you know very exclusive pairs so like i mean it's definitely very exciting from a from a customer point of view it's cool that it's just done on like one day and you're not like, you know, it's, I hope they don't make it into like a sneakers week or, you know, like Yeezy week. I, I, I like the fact that it's just one day only. And yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's like it's like the entire sneaker community kind of, you know, stops and just talks about one thing for that one day, which I think is which I think is kind of cool. I know it's just like a marketing thing, you know, obviously. And, and it could be them just like clearing up old stock. <laughs> Who knows? But um, but I mean, from a consumer point of view, I definitely I like it. I enjoy it. I think like, and I'm, I'm going to try and not go on a rant here, but uh, <laughs> I, so I, I think what you said about like, if it's done right. Yeah. I think it's cool. And I think it's um, I think it's cool when you get a second chance at sneakers that, you know, you missed out on that are super expensive on the resale market that you maybe can't afford that you really, really wanted. I think that's cool. But I, I, I have a bit of an issue with it from like a, sustainability kind of capitalist perspective where these days are literally just there to make more money off of sneakerheads passion and to spend more money that we don't really need to spend. And I get that every week is like that with releases. Right. So then, and, and I know it's hypocritical to say like, like to get excited for, you know, a Travis Air Jordan release, but then say like, ah, nah, fuck sneakers day. Cause they just want to make money off of us. They want to make money off us, off of us from both releases. But I, I just feel like, if it's new product like this year's sneaker day, which we'll get into later, it, do you really do we really need to put that new shit in there? Like all the like Nike Air Max day, like all those crappy new Nike Air Maxes. Like, do we really need to put those on the market? And no, push no, them I, so hard. Air Max day for me is a completely different beast. That day, I really do have a problem with it because that okay. that is exactly what you said. It's just a marketing holiday. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it, it doesn't exist. Okay. It's not on anyone's official calendar. It's literally a marketing holiday created by Nike to, you know, put out their Air Max sneakers. Exactly. Um, right. And- so, so that, that, right. So there is a difference. I think 
we all know what people want or expect from these kinds of days, right? Like you said, they want restocks and they want a second chance at copying something they took a massive L on. Yeah. And I think if, you know, brands are sneakily kind of saving five to 10% of their stock on certain releases and then dropping them on one of these days, I think that's fine because those sneakers were all right. Which is what happens, right? Kind of, which is what, which is what Adidas basically has been doing on Yeezy day. You know, they've been, they've been releasing, um, models that have already released and yeah. I'm sure they did exactly what you said, which is, you know, keep 5% of the stock for this day and give yeah. people a second chance, which is, which is cool. Nike, on the other hand, that's not what they've been doing. They've kind of turned this day into another, you know, um, Air Max day scenario where they're just release exclusives, you know, for, for that day. I mean, oh my God, I will, we'll get into the recap of sneakers day over this year but right yeah i mean I think like, there's a lot to be said there but yeah i think if if that's what they're doing then it means that those sneakers were already made not specifically for this day but they were held back for this day to create a little bit of excitement and to in a way give back to the sneaker community by saying hey yo like you you missed out on these but here's a second chance and i think that's cool um because you know the the, even if they do hold back that stock, your chances of getting a W on the first release doesn't really decrease by that much if they hold back a tiny bit of stock. More than likely, you're still going to take an L on both days, right? <laughs> um, but yeah. it's 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 the fun of it. And and there then it comes into how they do it, how the app is set up, how the technical side of it works. Does the app crash? Are there bugs? You know, all that kind of stuff. I think there's so much there's so many moving parts that they really need to get everything right for it to be a success. And in the end, I think they should just give the people what they want, which is restocks of hype stuff and not new shit that is exclusive, exclusive to the day. Like, I don't know, like the Air Max one Air Max day, which had like 324 on the tongue tag. I know you caught that pair, right? Like, wasn't it the Air Max? What? The, no, the I, Air Max I, day, Air Max one or something. Like no, that? I didn't. I didn't cop that. No. Well, oh, wait, wait, the red, you mean like the OG, like the, the red yeah, and yeah. white pair. Right. And then it had like a different tongue tag. And yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I did. I mean, I, end, I, mean like, I didn't that, keep it for personal, but I, I, exactly. I did end up copying it. That's that's like product that no one really needs. Like it's a, it's a made up day. You don't need product to remember a made up day. All, all sneakerheads want is shit that they couldn't get before. That is like came from a yeah. retailer, like the Amama near threes or, you know, the Travis ones or whatever. Um, so if they do that, then I have no problems with it. But if it's literally just to capitalize on hype by putting out product that they weren't going to put out unless this day was happening, then I have a problem with that, which brings us to sneakers day, 2021. What happened on sneakers day, 2021? I mean, I mean, we can, we can start off with the easy day because that happened first and easy day this year, I got to say overall. Okay. And I know that the American audience had a different experience compared to the European audience. Um, but I, I got to say overall, if I was giving it a mark out of 10, for me, it was like a nine out of 10. It was, it was pretty well done this year. Um, so there was, if I'm, I'm just going to recap all the sneakers that released, at least here in Europe on this day, we had the 350 V2 reflective black version. Uh, we had the reflective synth which is one of the nicest 350 V2. It's like this pink color, which was a US exclusive, but it released actually in Europe uh, on Easy Day. We had the re-release of the 350 Cream Whites. Uh, there was also, actually Adidas did have an exclusive 
for this day alone, which was the Yeezy V3 700, uh, the Glow, I believe it was called. Um, then there was the uh, 350 Yeez reels. Then the OG Wave Runners dropped, which was pretty cool. Also, the original colorway of the 700 V3, the Azales, that also had a restock. Another pretty cool release. And finally, the day ended off with uh, the 350 Cloud White Reflective. So, like, if, especially if you were a fan of the 350s, we know how hard it was to cop those reflectives. Like, those were really, really difficult to cop. Very limited releases always. And it seems like they saved all of the reflectives for Yeezy Day. So it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I definitely got very lucky on Yeezy Day. I hit on basically everything. I, I only, the only thing I didn't hit on was the Azales um, 700v3, but pretty much every other shoe I just listed, like I was able to hit on. So uh, nice. my, my app was definitely definitely on fire. So how did day. they drop? Like, so for people who missed out or whatever, they yeah, dropped so- on the confirmed app, right? So, so that's what I want to talk about. What I really, besides the sh- actual shoes that released, what I really liked about it was that there was a good mix of everything. So we had some raffles on the confirmed app, which were like 15 minute raffles or like, oh, or sometimes they were like one hour or two hour raffles actually. And um, so that was one way. Then there was also just releases on the Yeezy, on the Yeezy.com website, the splash page. So that was like, you basically get into the waiting room and you hope that you'll get through the waiting room and you cop that way. So there was, so those, there were those kind of releases. And also finally there was exclusive access given out to people to cop certain shoes on the confirmed app. So there was three different methods used and I thought it was pretty cool. It was like a good mix of like three different ways to release the shoe. And what I, the other thing I really liked about this day was that it was actually an entire day. So the last sneaker that I released, which I mentioned was the cloud white that happened at 10 PM at night. So it was literally, so like easy day literally started at like 9 AM with the first release. And we had nonstop releases every hour up until 10 PM the, the same night. So it was literally an entire day where everyone was engaged. Everyone, their eyes were focused on the easy app. And I thought it was, I thought it was like a big win for a Yeezy brand. I mean, like overall, like from just what I read, like overall people definitely liked uh, Yeezy Day, even if they, even if you took L's on it, just the fact that there were plenty of chances to actually cop sneakers, I thought was pretty cool. And that, uh, and that it was relatively structured, right? Like it was, like you said, every hour. So people knew like to be on the app or be around yeah. the app, make sure that, you know, top of every hour, you're looking at your phone uh, for a notification or just checking or whatever. I think when it's structured and organized and people kind of know not exactly what to expect, but what to expect when, I think that's cool. Yeah. Like, like also the way they did it was um, before like the drop would actually happen, you would see the shoes actually load on the confirmed app and it, it'll, it would say like, okay, this is going to release in the next 10 minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, so, so it, it, it kind of gave you a warning. So you, so, you know, you can like set your alarm or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just thought overall they they executed it quite well, at least here in Europe. I know in the States, a lot of people were complaining about, especially the Yeezy Mafia website was having a bunch of issues. Uh, I can't really speak to that. I didn't really experience it. But the European Yeezy Day, I would say, was one of the better ones we've had, uh, probably maybe even the best one that they've had so far, um, yeah. which is completely not what happened on the Sneakers Day release. Oh, my God. This was... This had to be the most disappointing day I can remember 
of any Nike release. And, and I think like that is shared by the whole community. I mean, everyone was extremely disappointed on this day. Basically, overall, there were only three shoes that released. Two of them were shoes. And let me add, let me add ugly, ugly shoes <laughs> released. The ones with the animal print, right? The ones with the animal print. Yeah. So th- th- those were two shoes released specifically for this day, a Jordan 1 Low and a Hurachi. And uh, and then at the end of the day, there was uh, the the lightning fours had like an early release of like a fifteen no a half an hour half an hour raffle, that was it. Three pairs of shoes, and there was so much hype being built up for this day. I I, I even read it on the uh, on the High Snobiety website written by Fabian Gorzla. Uh, it was written there like you know there's going to be a lot of different releases. There's a picture on the website, you know, like we, we could, we could have seen the trophy room ones, mm-hmm. the university blue ones, uh, the, the Ama Maniers, you know, like there were rumors that we would finally see the fragment ones drop on the sneakers app, which hasn't even happened yet. Uh, there were so many rumors, you know, the, the off white fifties, you know, like there was so many rumors and literally nothing happened on this day except sneakerheads were forced and kind of, I would say, mentally tortured into watching these horrific events on the sneakers app. I mean, these like live talk shows, right? Yeah, it was like a game show, right? Like, like the first thing they did was like they they played like Jenga, all right? Like it was like it was like an hour of them playing Jenga, asking like really like questions that nobody really cares about. And um, and then I'm scrolling through the app and I see like these new questions. I'm going to pull up <laughs> these questions right now. Okay. What are you curious to learn about Mrs. Banks? Her style inspiration or her music inspiration? Let's move on to the second question. What would you rather know? Mrs. Banks' favorite concert memory or Mrs. Banks' favorite video clip? Woo! Man, this is like, I, I, I've never been this excited as a sneakerhead, man, to, to like find out all this information about mrs banks like seriously man who the hell is mrs banks where's option c none of the above i don't give a fuck just give me the damn (laughs) shoes man like like what like what were they thinking Uh, what i don't understand is like i'm sure nike they can't possibly be this tone deaf like like i'm sure they know what people are expecting on this day and I'm just, I'm just like, did they, did the Nike sneakers team really have a big meeting and, you know, discuss like, how are we going to do sneakers day this year? Let's give the people what they really want this year. We're going to give them Horachi Jenga, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's what they want on sneakers day, you know, like forget about special releases. Let's give them the Horachi Jenga. Let's give them these random game shows. Let's have a bunch of people wear like cheetah outfits and, and, and sing songs on the app. That's exactly what sneakerheads want. Oh my God, man. Like Nike, you guys dropped the ball, man. This was terrible. You guys do wasted you, a Sunday of my life. Do So like, I think when I was, uh, I was lying by the beach in like 40, de- 40 degree weather whilst I was like listening to or watching. I'm jealous, um, man. You actually had a good Sunday. Watching people's reactions to both of these days. Right. And, and you're right. The, the reactions were very different. Like, most of the easy day people like they took L's, but they were like, oh man, like it's all part of the game, whatever. And there were people who took like 12 L's, right. Or whatever it was, 11, 11 L's. And they were like, all good. Like I had fun, um, fun, like pressing a button on my phone, but whatever. Um, and then sneakers app day, everyone was like, yo, what the hell? Like, I can't believe I watched that. Or like, who, who are these people? Or like, what are these questions? And, or like, where are the sneakers? And do you think that, 
people would have been okay with the way that it was interactive if the product was good. Because I think Nike and the Nike sneakers team, they probably thought like, I, I, I'm guessing, but I think their motive was to like bring back a little bit of like digital community feeling because a lot of people have been calling out for that this year. Um, where where, where was to, like, that? There was none of that. This well, whole... that's what I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, like, okay, I guess not really community, but like entertainment, interactiveness or whatever. And would do you think people would have been okay with the way it was done if they had big restocks at the end of it? Or do you think that everything about it was wrong and they should have totally rechanged it and just made it more simple, made it more about the product and then make better product too? I mean, I'm, I'm sure people would have hated it less if there were, you know, a lot more restocks of their favorite shoes. But I mean, just the way it was done, it was so obvious that this whole day was just about these releases, these two sneakers day exclusive releases. So it was exactly what you were saying, what you don't like about these kind of days, a whole day designed just to promote these shoes. And in this case, these weird cheetah print shoes. I mean, that, that's all it was. Like we had the host just like all dressed in all cheetah. Every guest that came on was dressed in like full cheetah. Like, I mean, it was like, like it was, it was literally just a day made for these two shoes. It was not a day for sneakerheads at all. They And like, also it forced sneakerheads to be on their phones all day. Right. So like you're yeah. sitting there being antisocial thinking, Oh, if I watch 20 minutes of this live stream, or if I watch an hour or if I, if I, choose as many questions as i can i'm gonna get exclusive access to something cool so i think it built up the disappointment even more yeah no dude it, it it's yeah that's exactly what people <laughs> were doing you know like okay maybe if i sit through this torture i might have a better chance at uh, at copying shoes i'm gonna answer all of these stupid questions because maybe that'll give me a chance at copying shoes but man it was it was bad it was really bad and yeah, I, I can't believe it. Sneakers Day actually got worse. I mean, I thought it was really bad last year. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I gave, I cut Nike some slack because, you know, the pandemic happened. So they couldn't do it like they used to do with Sneakers Day where, you know, you, you would like go outside and go to an undisclosed location to try to get sneakers, which was which was cool. I mean, so I knew like last year would be a little lackluster, but damn, they like they really dropped the ball. I mean, this was this was about as bad as I could have hoped for. Just just terrible. I, I'm honestly still pissed off that I lost a day of my life doing this. So yeah, especially like, yeah. you know, good weather in Berlin. You could have been. Yeah. I mean, you probably were outside, but like you're on your phone the entire time. It's uh, definitely yeah. makes it sting a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, and I know I sounded like I was just really on a big rant there, and I was. But uh, <laughs> oh, you know what's funny too? Like I go on Twitter during the day during Sneakers Day, and I see a tweet from Moritz Harman, who uh, his Twitter bio says he's the director of engineering over at Adidas, and like he had a tweet which I thought was hilarious. His tweet said, uh, "How's that other Sneaker Day going so far? Are you guys having fun?" <laughs> Oh my God. That's pretty funny. Actually. That's yeah, such, I mean, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So you even got like Adidas, like trolling Nike on, on Twitter about how bad sneakers day was. So um, yeah, man, it was, it was uh, yeah. Like definitely Adidas, you guys won the week because nobody's going to be talking favorably about Nike. Uh, I, I honestly like this whole week out of protest, I'm only wearing Yeezys. That's it. <laughs> nice that's yeah. funny Nah, i yeah i think um most people on ins uh, most people on instagram twitter whatever uh feel exactly the same way 
W for the Yeezy and big L for the swoosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I, I guess like that's enough of a wrap up about sneakers day. Let us know, of course, like on, on, uh, on, uh, socials, let us know on IG. What did you guys, uh, think of sneakers day? Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. And, uh, yeah, let's quickly just, uh, wrap this oh, thing actually, up. Oh, you got something else? Well, just on that topic, I want to know from anyone listening to this, did anyone actually cop the Hurachis and Air Jordan 1 Lewis and plans to wear Dude, them? <laughs> Nike tried so hard to give us the Hurachis, all right? So like in the early morning, I woke up to, hey, congratulations, you have exclusive access to the Hurachis. I, uh, <laughs> you know, nope. <laughs> nope, no thanks. Then at, then at 12, there was, a, there was a sneakers draw, like a 15-minute draw for the Hurachis. Yeah. Uh, nope, didn't enter. Then at then at 4 p.m., they just like released the Harachis like anyone could come buy it. Oh, <laughs> so man. they basically like tried to get you to buy the Harachis three times on the same day. Like, I mean, it's just it was pathetic, man. Nike, you guys just that was pathetic. That's, I have no other words for that. Yeah, big, uh, big. Uh, yeah, big verdict there from from JD. But uh Yeah. Let's let's wrap that up. Let's uh, let's go into the upcoming drop stuff that we're actually looking forward to maybe copying. What have you have? What do you have on your list? There's quite a few actually. I got four on my list. So um, biggest release of the week easily the uh, Travis Fragment lows that will be dropping on Friday, uh, August the thirteenth. Hoping to get lucky again, sneakers and stuff. Draw my name again, please. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, that's the biggest release easily of the week. Definitely, I think like a much nicer looking shoe than the, than the highs, uh, and I think most people kind of agree with that. Um, yeah, but the yeah. color blocking is better around the toe box. I didn't. I don't like how the the high has a white uh, toe box or like a blue toe box and then like a white mud guard around the toe box. Right? Um, it just looks yeah. unfinished. Whilst the the low the color blocking is better because the I feel like the the colors are separated better. I don't mean to backtrack a little bit to sneakers day, but one thing I didn't understand was that two days before sneakers day on the Friday, uh, Nike gave exclusive access to the uh, Jordan one low fragments to a lot of people. I saw so many people post screenshots that they got exclusive access. And, uh, and also of course, over the next two weeks, we have uh, exclusive access being given out for the dunks. So I just didn't understand why didn't they do that on sneakers day at least? Why didn't they instead of giving people exclusive access to the fragments two days before? Why don't why not do it on sneakers day? You know, make it more exciting. But anyways, enough about the sneakers day rant. But yeah, <laughs> it, it it seems like a lot of people got the Travis One fragment lows and exclusive access via the app. Congratulations to all of you guys. Um, and yeah, that's definitely the biggest release. I also see uh, there's going to be the Jordan One pollen. Uh, at least in the states, I don't know if that's going to be an EU release, but is that the green one, like the very kind of? No, no, it's green? it's like the it's like the Wu Tang colorway. It's like a ah, yellow and okay, yeah, yeah, yellow and black Jordan One. It looks like from a colorway color blocking point of view, it looks exactly like the Wu Tang Dunks. Yeah, uh, except it's on a Jordan One high. Uh, from what I've seen early reviews, like the the quality seems quite good on this pair, and it's a great colorway. Like if if you're a fan of like yellow and black, which I think looks great together, it's a pretty decent looking uh, Jordan One in my opinion. Um, and also there's gonna be the Bad Bunny, you know the what are these? The Forum eighty fours, the third yeah, colorway. The black ones, right? The all black ones are gonna be releasing on the thirteenth as well. 
Um, oh, I, I have 14th on the Oh, line. actually, yeah, you're not. You're right. You're right. It's the 14th. So that's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. And then finally, uh, the US has been waiting for this release for a long time. The, uh, the Rat Pack, as you like to call it, Fabio, oh, yeah. the uh, New Balance uh, Protection Pack, the 2002, uh, all three colorways will be releasing August the 13th in the United States, finally. So yeah, those are, yeah. those are the big releases. Yeah, so I have a couple. Um, so I had the Bad Bunnies as well, August 14th, which uh, looks like a pretty nice one. I think, the, like you said, the form's a dope shoe, and, and I think the Bad Bunny one has been really popular in the first two colorways. I see the triple black being just as popular as the first two. We'll see if there's maybe a little bit more stock because usually as you know, the colorways come out, there's more and more stock usually for yeah. these kind of collaborations. Um, and then I have two more on my list. I've got the uh, Nike Dunk Low Soul, which drops August 12th. In uh, It's a Korea exclusive. I don't know how many listeners we have in Korea or with plugs in Korea, but um Korean exclusive uh, Nikes usually do really, really well. And this Dunk Low uh, will be no different. I think it's got like a white base with black, blue, and red overlays. Um, Also, it looks just like the flag. Exactly, exactly. And it's got the flag on the tongue, I think, and the heel or or one of of both. And uh, yeah, so that one drops August 12th. I think also exclusively to Nike sneakers in Korea. So yeah. if you're trying to get these, they're going to be super rare. They're going to be super hard to get your hands on. And I'm guessing resale will be pretty high. Um, and then the second release on August 12th that I have on my list is the Todd Snyder New Balance 327 pack. He's got three colorways coming out. Um, it's called the Farmer's Market. And uh, each of the colorways is kind of, it resembles, you know, food that you would buy at a farmer's market, whether it's um, vegetables like actually tomatoes are not vegetables, right? But uh, tomatoes uh, or like, you know, potatoes, uh, corn, whatever. Um, so one colorway is like a nice, like tonal red colorway. Then there's another one that's like more of a greenish blue. And then there's one that's like more of a beige kind of nude tan colorway. Um, and those are really, really nice. Uh, we haven't seen this nice 327s in a while, in my opinion. So uh, these are dropping again, August 12th. Um, I believe also exclusively through Todd Snyder. So for those, those of you in the U S uh, definitely give it a, give it a check out because those are really, really nice in my opinion. You know what? Like uh, I think Todd Snyder is probably the perfect guy to do a collab on the three twenty sevens. Um, that's because like, I've noticed that I- I've noticed like the three two sevens are like an extremely popular silhouette with exactly the type of guy who dresses like Todd Snyder, like, you know, like Todd Snyder clothing, which, um, it's like pre- um, preppy, right? Like kind of like preppy and, and, uh, you know, like very nicely fitted the pants are, you know, they look like they're tailored almost. Um, yeah. Like well-fitting clothes. Like I've noticed like, uh, the 327 is, has become like the sneaker of choice for this crowd. I'm even this seeing like, yeah, like if, even if you go on TikTok, like there's, there's different like algorithms of fashion TikTok. And like one time I fell down this algorithm, like of, of like people who kind of dress like that. And I've noticed like every TikToker was wearing these 327s. Like it seems like, yeah, I think once again, you know, we've talked about how good New Balance is when coming up with partners for their collabs. And I think like, yeah, I think Todd Snyder is 
probably a perfect guy to collab with on the 327s. It's like that, like it, it's kind of a little bit like J. Crew and Casablanca. It's like that 70s tennis club, country club, rich, you know, vibe. And yeah. you're wearing like more tonal, classic kind of you know, not formal, but like not casual stuff like polos or button-up shirts, nice linen trousers. And then you got your three, two sevens on ready to go to the farmer's market, get some, you know, get some really nice products. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. yeah no. exactly. Like I got, I got the, I got the, you know, like the polo shirt, but don't be fooled. Like I'm going to be driving like my Maserati to the farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, you that's know? the vibe that these give off. But yeah, if, if you're into kind of tonal, three two sevens and and want to pick one up then uh definitely check those out yeah so that's uh yeah that's about it uh wow this this pod was actually longer than i expected i thought we'd just be talking about sneakers day and that's about it but um yeah a good pod once again uh, and shout out to you guys man shout out to you listeners next pod i'm gonna be in toronto we'll be doing it international um mr yeah. worldwide mr yeah mr worldwide <laughs> and uh all of my toronto fam if you want you guys want to link up man tell me get first of all get the caribbean food ready get the oxtail ready man like i haven't had good caribbean and indian food in like years because it doesn't exist in germany so get the oxtail ready i'm on my way but yeah, man, thank you guys once again for listening. Uh, JD signing out. And um, yeah, man, we'll see you next, next time. Yep. Thanks, guys. And uh, talk to you in two weeks. Peace. Peace.